0: Imagine the scene. You're on national TV. It's live. You've been training hard all week and you think you're doing pretty well. Then, just as your big moment arrives, your useless lummox of a dance partner fumbles the lift. The adrenaline spikes. Somehow, he's still fumbling the lift. Time stops. Is this just what your life is now? Stuck with your legs wrapped around the neck of the former shadow chancellor? Will you ever get down? Will he drop you on your head? Is this how it ends? Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Keep Dancing podcast as we wrap up the remaining celebs and pros in cotton wool, bandage all their remaining ankles and generally try to keep the show on the road. We'd love to hear your views and questions. Contact us on Twitter at Keep Dancing Pod or by email at KeepDancingPodcast at gmail.com. Joining me tonight are Dawn. Hello. Lisa. Hello. And Michelle. Hiya. What did we think to that then? I thought that... Like they'd had a bit of a drama of Brendan being too sick to perform, and Laura having to draw out at the withdraw at the last minute. I thought that there was a bit of a haunted atmosphere over the whole show.
1: Yeah, it did feel a little bit cursed, didn't it, this week?
0: And it's not even Halloween yet.
1: No, no, there were some um, gremlins in the
2: uh, auditorium. It's
1: starting to feel like it's all starting
2: to fall apart a little bit too soon, really. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the all the production staff
3: are going to have quite a stiff drink after this one <laughs> before going
0: forward to Halloween. I think they probably have gone. Oh my goodness, I need some gin to get over that one. <laughs> Let's basically just talk about everything that we saw. Dancing the jive—it's a man perfectly capable of blowing his own trumpet. Robert Rinder and his partner Oksana. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dawn, are you okay? No. I love your intros, Ellie. They're so I'm fun. I love them. <laughs> Can I uh, slightly change that one though? Yeah. I think it should be dancing the dancing the jitterbug. Was well, Rob exactly. Rinder? Exactly. It, it was absolutely. I mean, to say it wasn't a jive is not true because jitterbug is is a form of jive, but it was absolutely. Jitterbug. I think Len said that as well, didn't he? Afterwards, you, you know, we'd seen various forms of jive history, which was great, but it, it, it wasn't really a jive. It was a jitterbug, but there is no category for that. So I guess it fits yeah. into jive. I thought it was great. I thought it was fabulous, fun, entertaining. Footwork was good. I, Darcy picked up on his kicks being a bit high, which they were, which meant they looked a bit out of control. But that's sort of what we've come to expect. <laughs> from Robert, everything is bigger, bolder and therefore slightly out of control uh, which adds a sense of jeopardy to every dance that he does I love the song Boogie Woogie Boogie Boogie, Boogie Boy I can't say it but I love the song um, I think everybody does I don't know anyone who doesn't like that song so you put oh, Robert and Oksana just a bugging, lindy hopping, jiving to it It's
0: not to love there were a couple of like, technical things that sort of made me go mm. But then the the joy of it just got me through the rest of the routine. It, it, his it, kicks and his flicks, the ankle wasn't cooperating with the rest of the leg, so you had his foot sort of flapping off at weird angles occasionally, and if like if he could have got one more technical thing right, I, it would have been that, I think.
1: I think for a routine that had a lot of technical in, he did do a very good job, though. It was very fast, and there were a lot of kicks. There was a lot of opportunity for it to go horribly wrong, especially when he was doing the spin and kicking out while he was spinning around Ox- Oksana. But I think you're right. Because it was a bit high and a bit out of control, he looked a little bit rubbery. Yeah.
0: But it is one step closer to the serious dance done well that we're all wanting. Michelle? Michelle?
2: Um, I think he did really well on his solo bits in particular. when Because it's always more scary for the celebrities when they're having to just do a bit of a movement on their own, unsupported. And I think he actually pulled those bits off particularly well in this.
0: It's just so nice to see him and Oksana uh, just getting so much out of this partnership. He said a really nice thing on the results show this evening um, about how Oksana's not just his partner, she's his teacher, and he gave a nice shout out to all teachers, basically. And uh, yeah, so as well as being you know a proper daft dauphin, he's also a very nice, charming man.
3: I think he's a really genuine person as well. I I kind of, I had thought, oh my gosh, it's kind of a person playing this part of this over the top, you know, guy. This is it's just him. He absolutely he is what what you see is what you get, and I. I love that
2: more and more every week. I, yeah, is, I am really. loving the um, the camp off, uh, if that's the right phrase, between <laughs> him and um, Craig still though. There's still very much, there's lots of little comments and getting and digs at each other, which I'm very much enjoying week on week. It's still staying there between Robert and Craig. I
0: think, so a lot of, Craig's camp bits are him playing the role of the, the pantomime dame for Strictly. Whereas yeah. I think Robert is actually quite witty and barbed naturally.
3: Yeah, I think that's right. I think that is true. Craig is. I think Craig is playing a role that he doesn't like. Robert Rinder, in inverted commas, when actually, you know, that he probably loves him. <laughs> yeah, he does. He yeah. does like him, but I think he's he's playing the role of, as you say, the, the, panto, the panto dame or the panto villain, if you like. Um, whereas with Robert, that just is who he is. I, we said last week about taking him to Eurovision. I, every week I'm going to play. Come to Eurovision with us next year,
2: Robert. Please.
0: <laughs> Dancing the tango, it's the diva that might be the end of Anton. Leslie, Joseph, and her partner, Anton.
1: Oh, I was devastated for them this week. What? That had the potential to be amazing. And when you saw it in later on, it was really, really good.
0: There were just a couple of bits. The the sort of the grab and drag moves in the tango, they all just looked a little bit desperate and clingy on. Um, and like the couple of mistakes... Coupled with the weird costuming, I, I, I think that that's what sank her this week. I didn't
2: really like any of this. The outfits, like you said, the outfits were not coordinated. I didn't understand the connection in what Anton was wearing to what Leslie was wearing. She had floppy <sighs> arms throughout the whole thing, so it literally looked like she was being dragged around and she was hanging on for dear life, which she, she has looked like in some previous weeks but she had been improving on but this week it kind of reverted to that clinging on look Um, and the only good thing I could find was I think she had quite a good tango face yes but that was it that was the only like saving grace from the whole mix it because
1: she missed a few steps then it became bouncy and when she missed them it was just before she was about to do a bigger move or they were about to do like twists and turns so actually it did look like she was clinging to him because There was like a weird, awkward moment where it looked like he was still doing the move, but she'd missed her cue. So it just looked a little bit like he was trying to push her out of the way at one point.
0: And also, the week before Halloween is a bad week to go for any kind of divination themes. (laughs) It's not delineating the weeks sufficiently. Lisa, you were going to dive in then?
3: The whole thing was a bit strange and a bit... A bit weird it started out well and then of course when she sort of lost her footwork that was the end of it but she did before that her footwork actually was really good and, and I know we'll come on to Sunday but actually in the dance-off on on the Sunday show she was a good footwork again um, but yeah I have written down exactly what you what you guys had uh, it was clingy uh, she was a, a little clingy to Anton and a bit bouncy for a tango
1: I did but like Leslie. Anton's eyeliner joke though that had me howling
2: <laughs> yeah, but why was he wearing eyeliner? What was his outfit? What was he meant to be? Oh, it made no coherent sense. <laughs> it was just hilarious. Anton like just they'd wanted thought, to they'd wear eyeliner. The they thought loads about the set. They thought loads about what Leslie was wearing, and then they've gone, oh, oh no, we need to also do something to Anton. What can we do? And they just kind of scrambled around for what they had left over from doing Leslie.
0: Couldn't we yeah. have just had him dressed as, uh, like, a sort of a, a circus wizard or something, or put yeah. a, put a mustache on him?
3: They've got that fourth metal wig from a few uh, a few weeks
0: ago. Could have stuck that on his head. Well, the other shoe is yet to drop on that one. I'm expecting it next week. Yeah, me yeah.
1: too. <laughs> Although, I did notice this week, and I don't know if it's because I was looking for it, there were a lot more body stockings, there was a lot more flesh-toned sleeves and cleavage than there seemed to be last week. Yeah. Maybe they're listening.
0: Anastasia had one that was almost but not quite covering up her massive back tattoo. Yeah.
3: Mm. I've got something to say about that when we get to Anastasia.
0: Dancing the cha-cha-cha. It's the butt of everyone's terrible jokes. Oh, I've done it again. Greg Rutherford and his partner, Natalie. Now, the bum jokes are okay, because uh, I had a very brief Twitter exchange with Susie, Greg's partner, and she says that the bum jokes are totally fine. So, <laughs> ten minutes of bum chat lives. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we do like a good bum
3: on this podcast, don't we? We. <laughs> We do. We're on, on no, bottoms. No, you can't say Any time, really. Just, <laughs> not just on the podcast. Pe- peachy bottoms are welcome here.
1: <laughs> oh, we've devol- dissolved into a bit of um, perviness here. It's crazy. I feel like we're
3: now turning to loose
0: women. We're objectifying <laughs> Greg here. This is terrible. Anyway, the dancing.
2: I liked the staging. It was very simple staging, and I liked that. And I liked the outfit Natalie was in. But beyond that, I had nothing nice to say about it. <laughs> oh, poor Greg. Go on, Lisa. I'm not a big fan of Greg anyway. Well, you know this. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I've got to run down. I like, I don't think any of their dances, any of the any of the shows, they've had props or massive setting or big lighting video stuff going on. It has always been Greg and Natalie dancing, and I really like that about about them they're not relying on other things to to get them through um what i wrote down was greg needs to watch his free arm um so i can't i can't think what i was looking at when i wrote that but obviously i'd noticed a few times where his free arm was just flapping about a little bit so you just need to watch his free arms and of course they all said it more more hip on the on the cha and i felt this week that they would do the move and then they would do the next move and then the next move it didn't flow from one to the other. So just making a bit more fluidity. Um, but I didn't think it was hideous. I think we we, we said a lot worse dances on, on Strictly. Uh, mm. It was a cha-cha.
2: It got them through. Bring on Halloween. Yeah. It's <laughs> quite raunchy as well, I think.
0: Yeah, it was nice to see that much of Natalie's legs. Well, of course, yes.
2: Bums
3: and legs, let's branch out. Natalie's legs are fabulous.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I did think that Greg just looked deeply uncomfortable the The expression on his face was so it would be quite good if he was the bass player in your band but trying to present a sort of a sexy cha-cha-cha it didn't work the the free arm that you mentioned lisa so in the bit after the drop where they were doing loads of new yorkers uh, that's he, it they were very much not symmetrical and his free arm was just sort of yes whipping around um but yeah which is
3: which in a new yorker is very easy to do because you're concentrating so hard on getting your feet in the right place that you Mm. do forget about your arms i mean i you know having having been dancing many years ago um uh, that was my teacher was always pulling me up on that watch your arms watch your arms doing your new yorkers you're getting your feet right you're not getting your arms right and he's only had three days to learn it i spent three years learning it still couldn't do it so
0: yeah, it's the kind of thing where the skill asymmetry makes it look much worse. Because if you had two mm. beginners uh, flailing their arms around in New York, you'd just go, well, I mean, I mean they're trying. But um, with a, a regular person's arm next to Natalie's arm, it, that does make it look extra bad when he's probably making actually quite a good effort for somebody who's one week into learning the chatter-chat.
2: Yeah, and
1: considering he is so new to it and it wasn't his dance and he, he's not really made for that shape, they put a lot of content in. That's what I noticed this week. A lot of the dancers they'd up their game, they put a lot of more technical, more complicated steps in. And I think for a dance that he really didn't enjoy, I thought it was a it was a pretty tough challenge for him. So fair play to him for having a go.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing about there being a lot more chore- complicated choreography and everybody just levelling up a little bit is because we're in Act 2. Mm. And I don't know whether you guys listened to the thing that I did with you in, in the week uh, where we went over the story so far and then we looked ahead through to Blackpool, which is the end of Act 2. You doubt Of course I listened to it. I've listened to it twice actually if i'm being honest oh i wanted to say one more thing about that number which was that i think that's one of the best goes that dave arch and his wonderful orchestra have had at doing a bit of the old modern electro pop that like when they were doing the uh bit going up to the drop i was going are they really doing this are they actually gonna do this they're gonna do this They did it! Yeah! (laughs) I thought that they would have done an arrangement that totally wimped out of the drop, but they didn't. They went for it. Well done, Dave Arch.
2: Yeah, well done, Dave. It it was so significant that they even, Tess made a comment about it to the band, to Dave Arch, I think because it was noticeably so significant that they had achieved this.
0: Dancing the quick step, it's the woman that finally broke Brendan. Anastasia and her partner Gorka. She was too much woman for him. Just too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was just overpowered yeah. by Anastasia.
0: Yeah. But so she got the lovely Gorka instead, and she got a routine that was choreographed by Brendan. Um, and I think I like her dancing with Gorka more than I like her dancing with Brendan. <laughs> I kind Is of I? agree with that. I just yeah. like really bad for Brendan because I thought she's done
2: better this week, so I'm like, is it because of him? <laughs> does she have better, I don't know, does she just have better chemistry before, could you think? They um, did have very
1: good chemistry, but I think Gorka's a lot more light-hearted than Brendan, isn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, Anastasia is a little bit weird. You know, just the strange things that she says into the camera. They, she's not just a sort of a straight down the line, we're here to work hard execute on the dance and then you know go home and have a kale smoothie she <laughs> likes to mess around
1: she's a quirky american and i think yeah. that's the thing she is american and there's a very different culture sometimes
0: that, oh very much so very that
1: shines through so. with her that the, doesn't shine through with some of the others the
0: occasional moments when she whoops on her own expecting everybody else to join in it oh it's lovely yeah
1: <laughs> i love
3: it I love it. I I was a bit wary of Anastasia to begin with. I was a bit like, oh, weird, quirky American. Honestly, this week completely turned me around. I really, really like her now. I'm so thrilled she didn't end up in the dance off again. Yes. um yeah. I I thought her dance, the dance with Gorka. Let's talk about the dance. The dance was lovely. There was lots of content in. I know Dawn, you said there was lots of content, or well, you know, proper mm. dance content throughout almost every uh, dance this week, which there was. Anastasia as well. Um, uh, did Len say it was her best dance yet? Yeah, I wrote it down that was definitely her best dance yeah. by yeah. a long way. I, uh, yeah. She got she got up to the thirty, which was well deserved. I thought this week, mm. and her dress I loved how the fit of her dress at the back just went perfectly around that lovely like I can't quite make out if it's a butterfly or an angel wing tattoo that she has on I her think back. It's angel but, wings is it angel wings? Yeah, uh, it looks lovely, and I just loved how. Um, Vicky and the team had kind of shaped the dress perfectly on the back to go
0: around mm-hmm. her tattoo. Did you see in the week that Anastasia posted a nude on her Twitter feed? No. Yeah.
3: Hang on, I'm checking that right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> Googling it.
0: She was reiterating that she's doing her Strictly journey for cancer research and she was basically demonstrating uh how happy she is to be able to be in a, in a position to post incredible nudes on on twitter
3: look at us we are all actually looking on twitter right now who is she a- a- anastasia music the yeah. podcast people follow her we love
1: her oh no i mean i absolutely i've always loved anastasia and i think going a bit deep i've i've loved her i loved her even before her, her breast cancer but i think She is always an inspiration to me because I've grown, my family is very much, we have a lot of cancer in my family and she's the first person I ever saw who not only survived it but kicked its backside, nearly said something else then. And I I, I think she could walk out and drag herself along the floor each week and I would still think she's an inspiration, absolutely amazing.
2: Do you think she had to it run won't. that past the strictly like broadcasters before she shared that? I don't that's think a, she cared. A, I
0: don't think she cares. But that is a full nude. If any of the pros had posted a nude like that, they would be They'd in be trouble. Off the show, yeah. yeah.
3: That is
2: a wonderful photograph of her. I mean, she looks goodness. amazing. But I feel like BBC is very PC and very child friendly, and that is not. <laughs> I'm gonna change change onto. I really liked her hairstyled short this week in all the other weeks, she's had it, worn it long. So, obviously, they've either tied it up. I don't think she's had it cut. And actually, I really liked it short, especially with the style dress and dance that she was doing. Yeah. It made a nice change of the look that she had, actually. And this was the first one I thought, it actually looked like she really enjoyed herself while she was doing it.
0: And yeah. kept up, yeah. It looked really sort of fresh and bouncy and almost sort of spring-like. Yeah, she had a really good, pace with it is what I put down but yeah she really seemed to, I know it
2: was quick steps obviously it's fast but she seemed to keep up the pace very well and I think she was enjoying it.
0: I think most, yeah. most of this series' good quick steps have been to music that is of an era that is meant to be quick stepped to. Yeah
2: mm. it just works.
0: Yeah. Is everybody still looking at Anastasia's nudes? Yes. No. <laughs> I'll stop <now.
2: laughs> I'm
0: not, I'm in the moment.
3: <laughs> I was listening as I was back. Go yeah. through her Twitter feed. I think she looks stunning. I think if hair and makeup and wardrobe get the costume right, that helps with the dance as well because I don't know, there's something about when you feel right in what you're wearing, you yeah. can dance better. And so I think I think it was, you know, everything came together this week for her. And yeah, you know, a little bit of me, like we said before. I mean, obviously, I would like Brendan to get well,
2: but maybe just not for a couple of weeks because <laughs> I'd quite like to see her with Gorka for a yes. little bit longer. She was very lucky in a way that because she obviously had to rehearse with Gorka all week, that Brendan wasn't well enough this week. Because imagine rehearsing with someone else and then on the night mm. having to dance with Tiffany if it was your original partner, I think that would have thrown her off. So I think in a way she was lucky that Brendan was still ill. Yeah, I
1: think... Like Darcy was saying, I don't know if you have already said this, she might have lost her frame a few times, but I think that's where her issues are. She's got that sort of slouch to her shoulders anyway. But her, her foot placement this week was just brilliant.
0: Good job, Anastasia. And get mm. well soonish, Brendan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we love you, Brendan. We do, we love
0: you, Brendan. We love you, Brendan. Dancing the Rumba. It's this week's recipient of a free day trip to Paris... Louise Redknapp and her partner Kevin.
2: I think someone on the Strictly production crew has got hold of the shrink ray out of Despicable Me because last week they'd done it to a dinosaur and now they did it to the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) 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 What is with the miniature versions of things?
0: I mean, I know it's only getting on the Eurostar for a couple of hours and stuff, but I still did think this was a bit of a cheek given that Leslie didn't even get to leave the rehearsal room for her VT.
2: I hope she paid her own ticket. Otherwise, we all just paid for that trip.
3: <laughs> for the, know, for the think, billionaire we did
2: pay to for go it. to Paris. <laughs> I think we did pay for we it. We did pay, hey, pay for it. She did that. go second
1: class though. She didn't go first class.
2: Yeah.
0: They were. She's still a millionaire
2: and, and she got a free trip to Paris. Not on. That's what Craig said to her, wasn't it? Well, at least you got a trip to Paris out of it.
0: It made me look for where the costs had been cut in everybody else's VTs. Mm, but again, everywhere. yeah, it's going to take us ages and ages to get around to talking about the dance again for Louise, uh, because I mean, it's all just very nice and mm. safe. She's still not done the thing that we want her to do and surprise us. She's looking, she's looking fully confident now. She's not looking sort of embarrassed about oh, I'm I'm on the TV doing a sexy dance, but neither is she. Going for the one sort of star move. Nor is she um, doing anything really exciting.
1: I mean, to be fair to her, it was the rumba, and that is the most boring dance on the planet. Although I actually quite enjoyed hers. So there wasn't, there isn't a lot you can wow people with with the rumba apart from you know keeping it classy, which was quite impressive actually. It's so easy for it to slip into either cheesy love story or cover
0: your eyes children kevin does like to choreograph a pg rumba and if not a u
2: (laughs) it was um she wasn't very smooth though she was a bit jerky i think some of the judges picked her up on it It, she was a Mm. bit stop starty and it wasn't it's meant to be very fluid with a rumba and some of the other ones this year have been very fluid and has i think stood out as being quite jerky Mm. Yeah, I put down that she needed to
3: press into the floor a bit more. I think that's where the jerkiness come from, because in the rumba, when you press into the floor, that makes your foot movement very fluid because you're literally sliding your foot along the floor, whereas she wasn't pressing into the floor. That was making her foot just a little bit jerky, like you were saying, so it wasn't as fluid as it could have been. I've I've got a note written down here that says, Bruno, you're wrong, but I can't (laughs) tell you what.
2: What what that means. I think they've action. overscored to her this week. I think yes. with Louise this week oh, they've overscored I've got a nine
3: written down there. That's what I've, I've written down. Bruno's wrong. His scoring was completely wrong. That was never a nine. Never a nine. No. No, I don't
2: know no. where they... I, there was a couple of dances where I thought either they've overscored and then some I thought, oh, you've underscored that. So I felt mm. like there was maybe an agenda with the scoring.
0: Well, if there is an agenda with the scoring, uh, just going back to the numbers of it all... If they were trying to do scoring that would keep their favourites in, with them losing Laura's score, which would have been a sort of a mid tabley score, they're having to uh, really up Louise's numbers to get her out of the danger zone. So in, mm. in the table, she was one point ahead of uh, Claudia and Daisy, who were on 32 points. Mm. Um, they both did better than her. They yeah, both, I agree yeah. with that. They both yeah. did better than her. And we also know that Daisy being in the dance off at that score, which that means we know that Claudia did did better in the public vote than Daisy did. And if mm. Louise had not had got one point less, we would now know whether Louise is getting any votes at all or not. Public support, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, but yes, it's nice to see I don't know, uh, ten percent scale Eiffel Tower with some fairy lights on it for. No, I
3: hate. I'm now looking to see um, what's going to be the Eiffel Tower.
2: (laughs) I want to see what they're going to miniaturise next week. What was French about that routine? Nothing. Nothing. Like
3: my Austrian rant last last week. What was the
1: French?
0: The song wasn't even
1: oh, French, down that
3: road was it? Again.
0: No, th- no. There was a, it was a Michael Bublé version of an Elvis song. And there's there's two valid versions of Always On My Mind. And the first one yep. is Elvis's and the second one is the Pet Shop Boys.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then... Either of then with a French connection.
1: None, yeah, but none of it was would Parisian. Be quite a the Bronx is thing, not anyway. from Paris. Although I did like her dress. That That was one good thing about it. I did like her dress.
0: It's quite a trendy shade of uh, graphite that Mm. they were wearing.
1: And I'm not a fan of fringe, but I quite like the way that they put it in where she'd usually have a slit down her
0: legs. I notice you've been quiet about not being keen on the fringe when Emily's been on the podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Emily's like the defender of fringing.
0: Uh
1: (laughs) Well, there's no accounting for taste. (laughs)
2: Oh, she'll come for you next
0: week when she's heard this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she will get yeah, you. Yeah, she will. She will get you. She'll, she'll apply, she fringe to, she will apply fringe to everything you own. So Louise and Kevin, I think it might be Kevin's responsibility that Louise hasn't yet done anything exciting. Um, so Kevin, sort it out. Uh, Louise, well done. Keep up the good work. Dancing the American Smooth. It's a man who isn't afraid to ask for directions and then just totally ignore them. Ed Balls and his partner Katya. Katya is so brave. So brave.
2: Oh, he nearly broke her this week. He nearly dropped her on her
0: face. (laughs)
2: Oh, but he, like, he. I, I loved the fact that immediately afterwards he was like, no, 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 look, this is how I was meant to do it. Like, immediately, didn't even pause. <laughs> and, then, and then still no, it. I, I can do it. And then still it looked like he was going to drop her. And I was like, I thought, I looked her face and she thought, oh, no, no, please put me down.
0: <laughs> it was, it was Catchy's face. The smile that goes about halfway up the cheeks and then just rage in the eyes. That rictus grin. Yeah. I'm holding onto this grin for dear life because if I don't, I'll bite you. And when... When Craig got that two-paddle out, I thought she was going to go back down the stairs and lamp him. She looked furious.
2: (laughs) Oh, I think, yeah, she
0: just... I feel more sorry for her than Ed. Yeah, this is... I mean, this is her professional (laughs) reputation on the line. Mm. But if he hadn't have totally fluffed that lift, we would all be talking about the faffing about with the rucksack, which I think got rather lost in the ruckus. And I never want to see an American Smooth with a rucksack ever again. What was that about? Why was there a rucksack? Hitchhiking. Why were they hitchhiking? Mm. (laughs) To be fair, we didn't really
3: see an American Smooth, did we? No. We saw a dance that wasn't really anything of any of the categories. You can't really do an American Smooth to show me the way to Amarillo. No, that, they that
1: they used basic work. steps and then the music was too slow and then their steps were too slow. And considering it was yeah. a very basic, basic American smooth, it just it didn't feel like an American smooth. It just felt like they were, you know, having a little dad dance at a wedding.
0: It, yeah. No, it wasn't even like that. It was. Um, so you've got a local radio presenter in your panto. And it's five years ago when Is This The Way To Amarillo was in the charts. I don't know if that was five years ago. Time. More than
3: that.
0: When Ten years it's ago. Long ago. Ten years ago. Well, whenever it yeah, was. Yeah, the... when
3: Peter Kay did it, much longer ago
0: than that. Oh, God. time is relative. Uh, whenever... So whenever Peter Kay uh, revived that song uh, and you want your local radio presenter to at least be able to participate in one of the musical numbers... That was what Ed and Catchy were doing. The
2: thing is, it didn't mirror up. They had a whole VT about how, yes, he wants to entertain, but he wants to basically improve and prove that he can do it and be taken seriously to an extent. And then they have a comic song. It's like if you want to be taken seriously, you don't have a comic song and do various silly things. Hmm. It's like he's trying to do one thing and the producers go, no, 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 you're the silly act. We're going to do this to you. It just didn't marry up, and I don't feel like he's um, got much input to what he's um, having to be made to do now.
3: Uh, can I? Uh, can I just say something completely different about this? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought that <laughs> I know this is you're going to laugh and be completely amazed. Um, Ed did actually dance in this routine. He did actually put in steps mm. that matched Katia's. When they were in hold together, he was good. He was moving. Exactly the way that Katia had told him to. Now he doesn't have that natural dancer's kind of feel for dance, but he was doing exactly what he'd been told to. Now, as for the lift that we all know went horribly wrong, although it could have gone worse, I felt that they had—he co- had corrected himself during that lift, in as much as he didn't drop her, he did mm. catch her, he did turn her around again, and then put her back on the floor. And they carried on with the dance routine. He didn't sort of stop there, like, oh, my gosh, I can't go on. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I felt that they did correct themselves, even even though the judges said they didn't. They they did. And I thought, I, I've written down here that all the judges were wrong. There has been an improvement in Ed's dancing. If you take the lift kerfuffle out of it, whether it's an American smooth or not, whatever...
2: Ed is dancing. Why am I the defender mm. of Ed Balls? He'd had improved on last week, even ignoring the dart, nearing the dropping, nearly dropping incident. But then you could see when he nearly did drop it that his little face dropped, mm. and he, you could tell he was kind of thrown off for the rest of the dance. I think, which mm. if he'd been able to recover a bit better from that, might have salvaged a bit more.
1: Yeah, I was saying I've got something. And similar written down to what you said that in hold he was actually lovely when mm. he's got her to match his steps to it was out of hold when he got a little bit lost and i've also got i really liked his first lift because i didn't see it coming which means he didn't over prepare himself and that was that was a lovely one if they'd have stopped at the three and the one where he where she he, she basically swung her around in a circle at the end mm. that was all right as well but he'd been put off his stride by the one before Uh um but actually it had the potential to be really really good if he hadn't Mm. fluffed it and if he'd have done a bit more in hold that would have been a lovely americanish smoothish
0: well he's through to halloween now so they will get another chance to do something really really just epically stupid with him and then maybe he'll get a serious dance I did quite enjoy going back all the way to the launch show week one, his little parliamentary waltz that he did. I yeah. thought that was, you know, quite endearing.
3: Yeah, I'd yeah. quite like them to revisit that that feeling and that mood now that Ed's got a little bit more dance experience to him. That's... Obviously not go back and do the same dance, but, but revisit that place. Um, he's, he's not and... had a Viennese waltz yet. No, I I, oh. I want him to do a Vinnie's waltz. I think that will be lovely. Well, mm. I, what
0: we I know do? he's going
2: to just... be a mad scientist next week, so I'm not sure he's going to be doing a waltz to
0: that. He's doing a cha cha-cha-cha. cha cha. Cha cha cha. Uh, yeah. Oof! Everybody, hold on. So to your next hats. week,
3: next week might be the uh, might be the week for Ed to go.
0: We do tend to get rid of one some, somebody who's been particularly silly at Halloween, and we want yeah, to we keep do. Robert. So we
3: better keep Robert.
0: Uh, there'll be trouble.
3: There will be. I'll I'll look like Katia did if they get rid of Robert <laughs> next
1: week. Oh, Robert's not going on Halloween. No, he, he can't go no, on Halloween. Week, this is isn't it? gonna it's, his... it's gonna be his most epic performance
0: yet. Yeah. Dancing the waltz. It's I think there's something in my eye. Ori Duba and his partner, Joanne. Two, th- three tear-jerking weeks in a row. It's getting, it's getting too much. I just can't. <laughs> but yeah, so this was good. And it certainly had all of the things, the, the emotional cues around it. To make you think that you just saw something incredible. We had Andrea's incredible vocal performance from the band. Mm. Proper shivers when she got the big notes. Um, but I don't think that this was as transcendent as the judges would have had as belief. Like, I think Ori did a good job, but it was still a little, bit, a little bit clunky in some of the parts. Especially that big standing spin at the end. I think they've got a bit carried away with thinking how good he is from last Mm. week. It's a bit of like an
2: overspill from how amazing it was last week. Like, oh, we can't... Now he's done quite a solid but average performance. He can't bring his scoring down too much, so we have to keep it up. And so I I literally just written, lovely. I couldn't really think of anything more interesting to say about it. And then when they put the scores out, I was like, that seems a little bit high for what was quite just a solid,
0: good performance. I think it was about as good as Daisy's waltz in week two.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know whether there was a
1: bit where the camera put him off slightly on one of the spins where Len was saying he was a bit sticky because you could see the camera suddenly moved around as if it was hopping. Well, it was hopping around him, but that's where he seemed to stumble a little bit. And considering we were saying last week that he knew where to spot the cameras, I don't know whether that might have put him off a little bit, despite the fact they're aimed more towards the professionals' view than to the celebrities.
0: Hmm. I thought that he was not trying to look down the camera so much this week. He was trying to do the acting Mm. more. He was looking right at Joanne Mm. a lot.
3: Yeah, I noticed that as well. And I I hope he doesn't lose that because that is that is his particular quality is being able to. He's pretty much dancing in your living room. He's got that good connection with the camera. So and I noticed Mm. it wasn't there as much this week. Um, and they did the thing that I hate that I said last week, the walking away ending, like, no, don't do that. End your dance properly, please. Um, with the musical arrangement, um, I've Got down that was a great arrangement. And then one of the judges picked it up as well. They changed the time signature on the song from a 4-4 to a 3-4 to make it a waltz. Yeah, And it worked brilliantly so i i had a note for dave arch and andrea and the team as well so they got two shout outs this week we love them
0: yeah they did a really really good job this week Mm, they really did yeah there's not really a lot more to say about ori and joanne other than they are keeping them there as to be any kind of competition for danny fencing the charleston it's the totally charming and in no way resembling a penguin daisy lowe and her partner ali ash I did think that she was supposed to be a penguin. Oh, I, I love Mickey outfit. Mouse. But it was really nice to see an innovative take on the Charleston and mm. something that was a little bit different from the sort of woohoo, we're bootlegging alcohol and running around uh, type of vibe that we normally get. This was um, a really sort of cool cabaret Charleston. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I love the his...
2: difference. I think um, Aliash does this quite well. He always tries to find a slightly alternative way of doing things uh, in the way he choreographs and stages things, and I really like that. I love the staging of it. I loved the little in the black uh, with just the feet and the hands bit at the beginning. And she had a massive smile on her face throughout the whole thing. You could tell she totally enjoyed it, and that was really infectious. Yeah, she but was beaming. Again, I seem to be banging on about this this week. <laughs> The scores, she should have got more scores for that routine. That was a brilliant routine. She didn't do anything wrong, other than they just said at the end she looked a bit tired. She did nothing wrong, and so she she only got a 32. That's shocking. So, there's just yeah, the scoring thing has annoyed me this week.
0: It was better than Louise's rumba. And I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. this is me defending Charleston.
2: (laughs) See, I
1: really liked it because there were no gimmicky gymnastics, because a lot. I know that's part of the fun of it, but she didn't rely on any of that. It was purely on the fun little moves and the way they did their little kicks and their little... I love the little bit where they went into a hold and kicked out and I can't remember, I can't really describe it, actually, but just the idea of just how they worked together. But I did think it was very Mickey Mousey. The gloves did remind me a little bit of... um, 50s Disney.
0: The way that they were moving as well. You know that sort mm. of rubbery quality of movement you get in old, very old Disney cartoons and very old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yes. They did have that kind of cartoony rubbery quality of movement to them. I thought that was a interesting way to go. Lisa? I
3: have, I could have written pages and pages on this. I thought that start in the dark was brilliant and their timing had to be absolutely to the millisecond for to make that work and it was which i loved the only thing that i noticed is that when they turned their hands out daisy turned her hands out broader and flatter and better than aliash did his hands were still slightly turned in so i was like Good on you, Daisy. You actually just mm. did that better than your pro did. I have it's a really, really interesting take on the Charleston. Like you, Ellie, I'm not a huge fan of the Charleston, but this was original, fun, energetic, quirky. I totally loved it.
2: I don't think you could even tell at that beginning bit why, when you first started watching it, whose hands and feet were whose. Mm. No, I loved so in the little thing. in the little intro when uh, when Alan Dedicoke,
3: when he was introducing them, and as he said their names, they did a little flick out on their feet. Yes. did you notice that I thought that was just little details like that I love I absolutely love when they put little things like that in and I think you're right that's that's totally Aliash I think if I was dancing on Strictly I would want to dance with Aliash because I love his slightly left field quirky take on dances. I think he's <laughs> yeah. I think he's one of the best yeah. pros on there. I, I really like him a lot and I I, I love this dance
2: like i said i'll now, be quiet i could go on forever <laughs> i um, charleston is my favorite type of dance out of all the dancers that they do and i love i normally love all the era that they style them in but i did love for a change that she wasn't in a little fringy 20s dress that actually she was in a completely different outfit but it totally worked still for the era and i still think she looked amazing in it and i just their outfits worked together and i just mm. thought it was nice that it wasn't the same type of dress that she, charleston ladies are always put in
1: i agree i loved that outfit i thought it did it fit really really well but also it was really brave because with the white shoes the white gloves and with that very very tight fitting um black suit you could not get away with any mistakes you couldn't get away with them any misplaced feet or any wobbly legs so she had to be so confident in what she was doing because mm. that was such a brave choice.
0: And mm. it wasn't just that she Lovely. was being brave. She loved it. Yeah. Mm. And it's, it's, yep. that's what we want to see. Even yeah. when she,
2: she did she's it a such second a tall time.
0: Person. So she's such a
2: tall person to get them arms and legs on the show doing so well was really hard. Well, we all liked it anyway.
0: Yeah. Dancing the rumba. It's that guy that dances with Orti, Danny Mac and his partner Orti. Did anybody actually see Danny Mac during this routine.
3: No, I had to go back and watch it again because I was just watching OT because she's fabulous and I love her.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he he did the traditional
1: male thing of in a rumbo it's all about the woman.
0: Yeah, just sort of wear something dark and try to blend into the shadows. Yeah. And move your hips a bit. Yeah. Yeah, he did he did that he did his job very, very well. He um didn't look embarrassed or embarrassing which is mm. a high bar to clear for the rumba, for the celebrity men.
3: There were uh, a couple of times I noticed when I went back and watched it again, um, that he was a little paddle-handed. For the most part, he has his shaping right on his hands, but there were a few times where he was a little kind of straight in the fingers and it looked like a couple of paddles <laughs> on the end of his hands. Uh, but again, you have to be really picky with Danny because... You know, it is nigh on perfect. And then Craig quite sort of negatively said it was a bit of a jazz rumba. I thought that was quite a positive thing to put on the rumba. It was quite jazzy, and I I, I loved that. I loved doing jazz. That was one of my favourite dances to do when I was dancing. So I loved that little fusion of jazz into rumba. I, I like when people take something and put a different spin on it. Like we were saying, you know, Robert Noxana's jive was a jitterbug they, they incorporated a jitterbug into their jive this was jazz in the rumba i, I like that
0: While well, ever course. we can't <laughs> confirm or deny the existence of a single pdf containing the rules of strictly i think the pros <laughs> can put whatever they want into yeah. their dances and sometimes they get away with it and sometimes they don't, yeah.
2: depending,
0: on, depending <laughs> on what mood the judges
3: are
2: in. Yeah. Although this was a very, it, rather than, I think of Rumba as quite a sexy dance, whereas I think of this particular routine as a very sweet routine rather than sexy. Like they looked quite adorable and sweet together, but it wasn't particularly sensuous in a way. I think
1: that sums up Danny a bit though.
2: Like, do you think that was the only way to keep it less embarrassing was to not make it as sexy
0: well that's that's Kevin's tactic for the rumba to if yeah. you if you try to make it less sexy, then your celeb is more comfortable doing it I don't know I, <laughs> the- I think it might have been the music i don't didn't think the yeah. music was I think the music's more melancholy than any kind of sensual hmm.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Well he got a solid score and it we're coming just to expect a certain standard from him now, aren't we, really? Yeah, we, which is why you can pick up on
3: things like slightly paddle handed, you know. If we if we know where the bar is with Danny, we've got to look for we've yeah. gotta look for the little details.
0: You know, if anything, he has got the most to lose from Halloween because mm-hmm. we haven't seen him do anything funny yet. Mm. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. He's not done any like little quirky bits in his routines. He's had minimum faffing about, thanks to the divine Oti. Uh, but Halloween is all about the faffing about, and will he be able to faff about when, enough?
2: I don't know. If, I don't know if Oti's a faffing about sort of choreographer because obviously no. last year we didn't get to see much of her, and so this year we're kind of getting to know her as a choreographer as well. And she doesn't seem to do the silly things. And so I don't know if they're going to be able to do a very silly Halloween. What have they got next week? Do we know?
0: They've got a Foxtrot next week. So, oh, actually, cool. uh, who was it that got a Defying Gravity one Halloween? And they did an American Smooth <gasps> Ooh, to it. It was yes. Frankie, wasn't it?
3: It was Yes, Frankie. Oh, that was amazing.
0: And it was astonishing. And she it didn't have brilliant. to be silly at all. I mean, she was in the full alphabet makeup. And uh, there was a bit of aerial work at the end, and that was fantastic. That yeah. was
3: one of the best Halloween dances, and it wasn't silly, it wasn't comical, it wasn't spooky, it was just wonderful. Yeah. I bet they'll do something like that with it because with a foxtrot, yeah. you've got quite a
0: bit of flexibility, haven't you?
1: Mm-hmm. We live yeah, in hope. go classy, but still.
0: And yeah, OT's not gonna to stand you. for any kind of messing around.
1: No, with OT in
3: the driving seat, it's it's gonna be good. You know it is. Yeah. Oh yay.
1: I'm looking forward to next week, I really am. <laughs> Although I do think he was a bit embarrassed by his own pun
0: this week. Well he he even got the symbol that yeah. his puns are becoming a thing. And much as you hear the symbol in this podcast, you will hear the symbol on Danny's puns every week now. (laughs) I I don't know which way the inspiration is flowing. Yeah.
1: Before we move on to the next one, speaking of the non-existent rule sheet, I've got a big note here that says, I want to see this rule sheet next to Lauren Giovanni.
0: Oh, right, yeah. Well, I put in a freedom of information request for the rules. um, (laughs) So I don't think they exist. go all the way, Ellie. I, well, I'm a pretend. <laughs> I'm a pretend journalist. I've got to do these things. Dancing the, having a rest on the sofa. It's Laura Whitmore and her partner Giovanni. Not that I'm <laughs> suggesting that Giovanni's on the sofa with Laura. Laura's there with like chockies and elevating the ankle and probably like a heat pack on it. And Giovanni's Giovanni in, was in the studio. Isn't he? Looking. No, I don't. Looking like didn't. he was going to a funeral though. Yeah, that's
2: true i don't get this so does the jive now carry over to next week or Not, does she just no. like to everything they did she it's just never probably a
1: in the rule sheet which we <laughs> will never see the fictitious rule sheet Ooh, <laughs> unless ellie takes it. them to court
0: the great lost jive of 2016 <laughs> Aww. I was really looking forward to it when the songs came out on Tuesday I went into my normal tweet storm of what I'm looking forward to and what I'm like, less enthused about and Laura doing a cute little probably quite swingy jive to Reap Petit was one of the things that I was prepared to get totally overexcited about again
2: mm. Yeah,
1: I think so sh- was she to be fair
0: Yeah, yeah I mean she must be gutted also, yeah, I yeah.
1: think I think she probably is really really
3: upset. I think she would said that as well. Did she say that in her, in yeah, her I think yeah,
2: statement? Like she, that she was told she out. couldn't do it. Yeah, I
1: she, think
3: was she was told she, saying- she
2: couldn't do it. Rather than her saying, "I don't think I can do this," she was told yeah. she shouldn't. I think, and she looked really disappointed.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, you can sort of imagine her turning up to dress rehearsal limping. You know, the leg warmers come off, and she's got an ankle the size of a rugby ball, and the the producer sort of thinks about their public liability insurance and goes, Laura, to the physio. (laughs) Laura, no.
3: I mean, there's being committed to, you know, your act and doing a great show, but there's also, you know, you have to be sensible about it. (laughs) You have to, (laughs) you can't just dance on and dance on and dance on. You know, at some point the BBC have to go, hang on we're pushing Isn't our insurance here we need, to, ankle we need injury. to say no we you know we we need to stop this before we kill somebody so
0: yeah the, a the sound of decision. a decision the sound of a breaking ankle probably does come across horribly well on the mics
3: yeah i think that's probably not what the bbc want to be broadcasting on a saturday night
0: no too bad get well soon. yeah laura, get well soon laura we'll yeah.
3: be back because yeah. we really like you
0: yeah enjoy your halloween preparation Dancing the samba, it's. Wait, I can't see around the giant mirror ball. What? No. Oh, it's Claudia Fragapani and her partner AJ. I want,
2: I want that. The trick frame ball. reverse, the enlarging thing on the disco ball. They're just making things bigger than what they should be or smaller than what they should be. Stop making <laughs> these things.
0: Are you demanding? <laughs> Are you demanding? And just let me get this correct because we're going to make a petition only scale appropriate props on, on Strictly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, yes, I want it to make sense, okay? Just I want a full-size dragon and a full-size Eiffel Tower in this studio. Yeah, if and a small glitter ball. And a small glitter ball, and if it's too big, then you shouldn't have it there. Just, go, <laughs> just have it on the picture on the background. Well, if actually... If you can't fit it in, you don't get it. Exactly.
0: Well, that's my motto for life. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you know that the world's largest rotating powered disco ball is in a venue called the ABC in Glasgow? No, 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 but I'm sure that you know
2: that. Do you think they've lent it to them?
0: Uh, yeah, they were doing this uh, totally adorable samba to some music that was too fast. Tell us what you I think about to... AJ.
1: I think he's like the juvenile version of Brendan, that he he's so competitive that he forgets that sometimes his partner is not a professional dancer, and he puts some things that were far too technical and far too tr- tricky for somebody who has such core strength that I don't think it was fair on Claudia. And I think it's because he's got this weird competitive streak. I and mean, he does work her really, really hard. So he, he reminds me a bit of James from previous seasons, where he, you could see his par- partners just want us to sit down in the middle of the studio at points and go, no, no, no more.
0: I almost wish... I know that she was never going to get the other new pro for height reasons, Neil. Mm. But he seems uh, a lot more chilled out of a guy. Mm. Yeah. Um, AJ likes
1: to pretend he's chilled, but actually he's just very... He's very driven. It's fair play to him, but he needs to remember that she's not a professional dancer. She's a professional gymnast.
0: Yeah, because she got the the first two-thirds of all of the technical stuff. But it was mm. it was the cramming it all in and sort of wrapping it all around the giant rotating mirror ball that made it look a bit less tidy than I think that it could have done.
2: You could see how hard she was working throughout the mm. whole lot of it. And because they went over about the hips that she should move lots, you could tell she really tried really hard at that bit and you could tell the hips were moving, she was doing well at that bit, but it was just keeping up with it.
0: They did some steps at half time and they looked really good. They did something very slowly right in front of the judge's desk. And that mm. looked great. Yes. I've got,
3: I thought it was really good. I didn't like, they did like a dip forwards where he, he like dipped her forward, like head first. Forward yeah. I was like, put another half turn on that and do it backwards because it just looked weird. And so I, I really didn't like that. Um, but I I did really like the dance and compared to last week. I you know what they did last week I said just wasn't for me at all. This really was. I really loved it. There was lots of samba content dotted around the dancing around a mirror ball, um, and I've put great samba rolls. So obviously her samba rolls were good, but I can't remember them now. But I obviously thought they were good enough at the time to write down great samba rolls, and I've got down another great song arrangement. Although, yes. I didn't like that they used young hearts. I was like, oh, please get over the <laughs> fact that they are young. She finally got
0: a grown-up-looking <laughs> yeah. costume.
3: She, yeah, yeah, they're, but they're then... in, there in stages, aren't they? Grown-up-looking costume, pretty grown-up dance, but then they had to put a young hearts theme on the music. So, who knows? What, well, next week doesn't really count because it's Halloween, so I'm sure they'll get some other childlike thing to do. The, the children of about, the corn. I want to see <gasps> yeah, 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 yes. yeah, Chucky dolls or something. <laughs> 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 The week after Halloween, I want to see no reference to age, size, or anything like that. I want to see a proper dance by Claudia and AJ. At this Please, stage in Proceedings,
0: people. I would let them get away with an Olympic reference, just, just so long as it's yes. not about their age. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. I agree with that. Why did but- they put lacy sleeves on him? Like, I didn't get that. In that outfit, she looked stunning, but his had little lacy cap sleeves on his shirt and uh, didn't go with anything. I didn't get the reference on that.
0: There was a sort of um, a floral net theme running through a lot of the costumes this week, but I don't understand why AJ got them. I don't know. Maybe maybe they were just making his little cap sleeves out of something that was in the scraps basket. <laughs> yeah, it
2: just because it, it it stuck out, and then it bugs me because then throughout the whole dance, I kept looking at his little little lacy cap sleeves and thinking, why are they there? And it distracted. At least it wasn't me. fringe. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, I've got to get them all in now because I know I'm going to pay
3: for it next week. You're definitely going to pay for that next <laughs> week. Emily's yeah. really
0: a very gentle person. Apart <laughs> from when it comes
2: to the fringing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
0: attack the fringe. Oh, uh, okay. So we've got through all of our 10 dancers when we should really... Well, it should have been 12 dancers this week. But because of Will's withdrawal and Laura's uh, injury, we only had 10 this week at one point we did ask that we could get through the numbers quite quickly uh but i don't think we intended for it to be this way no no
3: stop stop leaving if you're not supposed to leave and stop getting yourselves injured
0: yeah everybody look after yourselves and somebody get some like echinacea <laughs> and high strength vitamin c around all the pros they should all have had their flu jabs as well exactly yeah. okay let's go on to sunday night <laughs> So in the bottom two this week, we've got Leslie, who I think if you just look at the scoreboard and then and you go, well, Ed's going to be safe, saved by the public vote. And I saw that a lot of people on Twitter and on the forums were desperately voting to save Greg. That, le- mm. that does leave Leslie in trouble. And then you go, Robert, people are voting to save him. And Anastasia has gained so much sort of public vote-like ability. And then the next one up is Daisy, given this week's weird scoring. So that's how yeah. we ended up with Leslie and Daisy in the bottom two.
3: Or Claudia, because Daisy and Claudia have the same. They both have 32. So Claudia's obviously got quite a... Quite a ver- I really want to know who's voting for her. Not that I feel they shouldn't be, but I'm quite curious to know where the Claudia vote is coming from.
0: I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I can't work out what her constituency is.
3: No, I can't either. Because she's not. It's interesting because there are two Olympians in. So you think, for the most part, the Olympians would be voting for Greg Rutherford, but obviously people are voting for her as well. Maybe there's a massive gymnastics kind of. Community in this country, like a huge community that we knew nothing about, and they suddenly all started watching strictly and are, are phoning in maybe I think getting, there is
0: maybe Claudia's getting the very very old vote uh and that's where they're emphasizing that she's young and she's getting the r ah, bless vote Like
3: the, the nan the nanas are voting for her because they think it could be their granddaughter doing it
0: you know their and granddaughter grand- does some gymnastics
1: yeah i'm fascinated to know who's either way i said the last night actually because i was talking to somebody about it that claudia or claudia reminds me a lot of louisa lytton and i think she got herself a lot of votes i'm not entirely sure why i don't know if it's because of EastEnders fan base but she's just got that cute quirky that that strictly determination that people tend to love and I think because we have just had the Olympics and because there's still a lot of celebration over the Par- Paralympics, I think that's still in the forefront of everybody's mind. So although they'll, they're desperately voting for Greg, I think you're getting a lot of Olympic runoff for Claudia as well.
2: I'm people shouldn't be voting for, for Claudia, but I'm just fascinated who is. Tangents aside. I was really sad when Daisy got called out to be in the bottom two. I really, yeah. I had her down as my personal dance of the week this week. Yeah, and I loved it. And I, I looked when it said her, and I mean, I wasn't surprised about Leslie at all, unfortunately. No. But at them, I thought, Oh, I really thought it was going to be Greg this week out of the two of them that were left over. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was fair. And I think it was purely down to the judges not scoring her right on the Saturday night that caused her to be in the bottom two. Yeah, 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 which was exactly what we
3: had said last week about Naga that they had. Massively underscored her, and that's what put her in the bottom two. Same, same this week. They massively
2: underscored Daisy, and it put her in the bottom two. And I hate them for that. Well, Daisy may also not have a massive public following um that might not be there to rescue her like Gregs are. Yeah,
3: well, and that's kind of proven, isn't it? Because she's what eight points, eight points above Greg in the in the judges' scores.
2: And then she ends up in the dance-off. Yeah. So come on, British public, sort it out. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> they'll come to the senses this week and see that they put her in risk and sort it
0: out. Well, the, the thing about a surprise bottom two is when you get one really good dancer in the bottom two from mid-table and somebody from the bottom of the table, it is kind of a way to start clearing out the people who you don't want to get all the way to Blackpool.
2: Yes. yes. I thought it makes the judges' jobs easier, and it makes it so obvious who's going to go. There was no way that anyone was going to save Leslie over Daisy.
0: It does make the Sunday show kind of pointless, but you yeah,
1: know. and it did give us a chance to see the Charleston again and let Leslie so have another look at the tango.
0: I mean, as as soon as Ed is gone, then basically every bottom two is going to be nerve-wracking yeah. really tough yeah really talk. i mean at,
3: at the moment for all my defense and and how much i lo- love ed balls why am i saying these words um you know he he is the he is the joker in the pack at the moment and and yeah. at some point they do need to they do need to sweep the floor and and ed will go mm. and then the whole thing takes on a, another thing because now yeah. leslie's gone with Ed gone as well, which probably that's, will happen, that's... I imagine in into you know two or three weeks' time, we won't have Ed in the competition anymore. Then everything is clear. As I said, at the moment it's not fair because Ed should be in the bottom. We know that he's not yeah. the strongest dancer. He's entertaining. He's obviously got a massive support. But at the moment it's not fair on everybody else. So when Ed goes, it levels the playing field again and everything's a bit fairer.
2: He's just, I was just going to say, he's staying at the expense of other actually doing people Yeah. Yeah. Which we've seen before.
3: We saw that with Anne Whittacombe, we saw that with John Sargent. We have seen this before. This is not new to the Strictly thing, this little phenomenon of keeping the the bottom person in for weeks and weeks Mm. and weeks. weeks. Um, But at some point we do need to clear him out. And it will be interesting. I'll be sad when that happens, but it will
1: change the show.
0: It'll be interesting to see the production techniques that they use to uh, help him on his way.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I I mean, for all you're saying, it's not fair. It is a public vote where if it was a True Blue dance competition rather than a show, it would be entirely judges and he wouldn't have made it past week one. No. So I think if the public like him and they want to keep him in a little bit longer, even if it is just to embarrass him and revenge for, you know, being a politician, then...
0: (laughs) Well, I don't think Ed Bolt cares because he's having the time of his life. Yeah, he is. And And
3: I love that about him. Um, I, yeah. And I think, I don't mean that it's not fair as in the format of the show or the way that they do this. That is fair. It's it's just not fair on the other dancers, I don't think. Yeah. Because they are, there, there there are a, people going.
2: I'm curious to see if he's getting more votes now than he did as a politician ever. Uh, <laughs> I think we know uh, he is. I think we know uh, for a fact that he is.
0: So <laughs> let's let's do a quick back of the envelope on this. Your average constituency MP gets, like if they are winning landslides in their constituency, that's like 20 to 25 thousand votes, right? The audience of Strictly is 10 million. Let's assume that 10% vote, so we're down to 1 million and let's assume that he is winning the public vote with like, 50% of the public vote. Yes, more people are voting for Ed Balls in Strictly than ever voted <laughs> for him as a politician. But
2: more people <laughs> vote in Strictly than ever vote in any election. Yeah, that's... So. Yeah, bigger pool, really. But also, I mean, he is, he's purely come on this to promote a book that he, that is coming out next month. And he's mostly quite heartened by the fact that the public haven't kicked him off first week some portion of society is supporting him whether for their own entertainment or his and he's mostly thinking oh this is brilliant that means I will definitely actually sell some books next month and so I think from a purely financial point of view he's actually quite happy about that oh yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll get plenty of work out of this as well yeah he's transitioning to being a sort of personality rather than yeah. a politician from this I think
0: I mean, we can probably look forward to him in the next series of Have I Got News For You and things like that being a sort mm-hmm. of a celebrity political commentator rather than a p- politician. Yeah. he's
1: going to be, is it Lem- Lembit I o- o- I can't Opec. pronounce his name. That's the
0: one. Yeah. Slightly less embarrassing it's... than Lembit Opec. And Ibles has
3: never dated a cheeky girl, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is his sort of transition moment, isn't it? Well, um, so uh, at the end of the week where... Every, everything seems to be starting to fall apart just ready for halloween <laughs> we lose leslie who you know she's the life and soul of the party and they're all gonna have to rally around and apply the face paint extra thick next week <laughs> because they're not gonna have their leslie anymore no and
3: did you see daisy at the very end she was Aww. she genuinely felt so bad for leslie like I really like Daisy. I think she's a really lovely person.
2: I want to meet Daisy. And I was also really sad to lose Anton this year as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not very dignified going out in large windowpane check trousers and eyeliner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But if that's how you're going to go...
0: That's how you've got to go.
3: I mean, we haven't exactly lost Anton, have we? Because he'll be back for the group dances and stuff. So he'll he'll obviously still be around. Um, But, yeah... Shame,
0: because we all know I I
1: love Anton. So. And as he gets ready to, to step great. into somebody's shoes,
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Still team Karen on that. Do you think that's going to happen? I don't know. I would like it to happen, and I think that if they, so you know, the BBC are now committed to uh, on panel shows trying to affirmatively increase the number of women on them. Yes. Well, what is the judge, judges' table, if not a panel? Yes. Yes.
3: I mean, I would be fully supportive of that. But then there comes the whole, you know, social thing of can you have an even split panel? Can you have two women and two men? We'll does, just have to does, give it society, does society accept that or then do we get yeah. it's the all all women takeover because we've got two female hosts and we've got zoe ball doing that we've got too many women if, if we get to start seeing
0: people people did flip out slightly when tess and claude were announced as the new hosts when yeah. they just weren't going to replace bruce and people got used to it very quickly yeah, it's yeah. True so Adding Karen Hardy, who is, she's just as much of a ballroom stickler as Len is. But, oh, definitely. But she's less sort of um 1950s in her attitudes than Len is. And I think yeah. it would be progress for the show.
3: Yeah. I think it would be a great move for the show. I hadn't even considered that that would be an option. And then put the two that have been doing um Choreography Corner on it Takes 2, whose names I forget, the two new dancers. Chloe and Neil. Leave them doing that, because Chloe and Neil, that's right. Because I think they're great doing that. Chloe I really like got them, yeah. some
0: incredible burns in. I don't know whether they were there on purpose or not, but <laughs> oof.
1: Plus, Karen might be able to duck a bit better than Len when Br- uh, when Bruno goes into his full arm.
2: Car- Karen would just clock Bruno around the head and tell him to sit down. <laughs> be fabulous. Would they change the seating round if they had two women, two men? They'd mostly be feel obliged to do man, woman, man, woman on the judging panel. Would Ooh, they actually nice. sit the two women together? Uh, I... No, Karen would sit where Len
0: sits because she'd be well, the yeah, head she'd judge. Automatically go
2: to head. Yeah. I think she'd automatically go to head coach and rather a head judge rather than promoting someone else up to head judge and then she just also comes in.
0: I don't think you can. I don't think There's you can. There's no make... one else. You You can't make the villain head judge because the head judge has to be the counter to the villain. You can't make Darcy head judge because she's not a ballroom judge. Bruno is too silly to be head judge. So whoever (laughs) comes in has to be the ballroom authority and head judge. Yeah.
3: It has to be Karen, isn't it? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I did see a rumour that they are bringing in some other old guy from the Latin and ballroom circuit. Uh, oh but no I
3: hope not,
0: he's not oh. he, he would be new to TV uh, whereas Karen Hardy is a glamorous superstar already she is anyway shall we do Dance of the Week let's yes, have nominations Dawn
1: um, I have to say I really liked Daisy's Daisy and Aliash's Charleston nice, Lisa my Dance
3: of the
2: Week is Daisy and Aliash with their Charleston and oh, that was an easy one to decide this week, Michelle. As I've already mentioned, Daisy and Aliash's Charleston loved it, so it's surprising it was in the bottom two. Considering we all loved it, uh, mm. it's
0: it's unanimous. Uh, I have two. It's Daisy and Aliash's Charleston and Anastasia and Gorka's Quickstep.
3: Yeah, well, but if you had to choose yeah. one, if I have to choose one, one it then
0: it's uh, Daisy's Charleston. Yeah,
3: clean sweep. Daisy and Aliash.
0: So wow. finally, finally, we have a unanimous dance of the week. Wee. we'll have to message Daisy and tell her we will <laughs> so now the important bit frock yes. of the week Yes. let's have some nominations from Michelle uh, I had four <laughs>
2: but I'm going to mention <laughs> the, four, the one answers. that I'm having as like the main one that I'm nominating yeah, I, go really on. Loved An- I loved Anastasia's dress and I did put about it showing off her tattoo on her back and just looked beautiful Uh, I loved Daisy's all-black outfit because it was so um, original. Um, I loved the colours they'd put Claudia in, so I loved her outfit. The colours they'd put her in was that way. But the one I'm ultimately nominating (laughs) is um, Katia's sort of collot trouser outfit thing. That was lovely. I really loved that. So that's my nomination.
0: With the sparkly leotard on underneath as well. Really nice. Dawn?
1: Um. I am just going to go for Anastasia's. I really loved it. It was very romantic and flirty, and it did. It just set her whole figure off and the, um, all of her features, which is lovely.
0: Um, my nominations are uh, Claudia's Samba outfit. I thought that was just finally she's wearing something appropriate for her age. Um, and it looked so festive and was so sparkly. Really liked that. I did also like Katia's, uh jumpsuit business, but I did think that that was the thing that Ed couldn't quite get a grip on because it was made of satin. And that's why she sort of slid down his arm. But I think Oti's red dress for the rumba, I thought it was very not typical of a rumba dress and uh, just really fabulous. And with that high split, very sort of um, current and foxy and just so sparkly. Lisa, tell us what's what. Well,
3: I, I have stars by virtually everybody that you've named already, which is great. Um, I have I have three nominations. One is Katia's jumpsuit, which I absolutely loved. Uh, one is Darcy's yellow dress from Saturday Night, which I thought looked lovely. And I love to see yellow because people don't wear yellow so much and it was a really that was a lovely colour on Darcy. She should wear yellow more because it really suits her. Um, but I am I am absolutely sure which is the dress of the week this week. And that award goes to the lovely, not naked, Miss Anastasia. That dress was stunning. I loved it. I'm not sure I would wear it, but I loved it on her. It was just right for the dance. It was just oh cracking. Well done, Anastasia. Or, well, actually, it's really well done, Vicky, isn't it? But Anastasia wore it, so. Well done, Anastasia, Dress of the
0: Week. Excellent. So it's goodbye from Lisa. Goodbye. Michelle. Goodbye. Dawn, say goodbye. Goodbye. And goodbye from me, Ellie. You are listening to episode 10 of the Keep Dancing podcast. If you want to get in touch with us and share your tips on defeating the Strictly curse, or if you've got any questions for our Strictly team, you can email us at keepdancingpodcast@gmail.com. We're also on Twitter as at keepdancingpod, and we've got a Facebook page you can find by searching for the Keep Dancing podcast. Please join us in the comments. Thanks for listening. Keep dancing.